welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Paul used these words recorded in Acts 17 to describe God to the Greeks at Athens. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far off from every one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. So Paul declared the one God as creator and sustainer of all. The declaration of the unity of mankind was a wholly strange message to proud Athenians who believed themselves to be a race apart, not only from the barbarians whom all Greeks regarded as made of other clay than they, but from the rest of the Greek world. It flatly contradicted one of their most cherished prerogatives. Not only does Paul claim one origin for all men, but he regards all nations as equally cared for by the one God. His hearers believed that each people had its own patron deities and that the wars of nations were the wars of their gods who won for them territory and presided over their national fortunes. To all that way of thinking, the apostle opposes the conception which naturally follows from his fundamental declaration of the one creator of his providential guidance of all nations in regard to their place in the world and the epochs of their history. But he rises still higher when he declares the divine purpose in all the tangled web of history, the variety of conditions of nations, their rise and fall, their glory and decay, their planning in their lands and their rooting out, to be to lead all men to seek God. That, friends, is the deepest meaning of history. The whole course of human affairs is God's drawing people to himself, not only in Judea, not only by special revelation, but by the gifts bestowed and the schooling brought to bear on every nation, he would stir people up to seek him. The implications of this grand message have reverberated through all the centuries since. For if it be true, then all men are equal, thus equally endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, worthy of dignity, never properly to be owned by one another, do justice without bias, the rights of ownership of private property, of free speech, of equal standing before the law, all have their origins in the terrific concepts captured in the brief paragraphs spoken and recorded there before these sophisticated Greeks whose philosophies and learning had not brought them to these most fundamental of truths. The doctrine of one God who created all and made of one blood all men for to dwell on all the face of the earth unleashes the single most powerful word in any language, which is freedom. In making these statements, Paul once again confirmed himself as an apostle of a better world, which world is the hope of all mankind, a world dedicated to the dignity of man and to the fulfillment of his most cherished wish, which is for tolerance, freedom, and justice. But that great purpose has not been realized. There is a tragic, if haply, inevitable and men may refuse to yield to the impulses towards God. The power which neutralizes God's design, creation, and providence is sin. 
If he is unknown, it is not because he has shrouded himself in darkness, but because people do not love the light. And that's deadly, for Paul's message includes that he has appointed a day in which he will judge of the world. Think of the awful accounting of those who have disregarded the God-given rights of others, the consequences of refusing his plan of redemption, the sad results of the refusal to repent. These ancient Greeks have long been dust, but the same message comes to you and me in our time. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.